Welcome to Learned Lag, a podcast about yesterday's Learned League questions and answers. I'm George. And I'm Amanda. George and I are both in Zephyr A. This is season 24 for me and season 28 for George. This is day three of season 96. First question asks, what letter of the Greek alphabet looks like an upside-down V? Or at least the capital form, the, the uppercase form. Um, and I, my first thought on this, just kind of the, the flash answer was gamma, but that didn't seem quite right to me, and I just thought it through a little more. And I think what got me this one, you know, I, I ended up putting down lambda, and I think it was uh, from Revenge of the Nerds. Okay. Yep. Where they're the the gay fraternity that they join is lambda lambda lambda. Black fraternity. Black fraternity. Yes. Okay. How did I misremember that? Well, the one black guy in their chapter is gay. Ah. Okay. Well. It, anyway, a long time since I've seen that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, please believe. It doesn't hold up well. No. No, it does not. Um. But but yes, yeah, so I, I could kind of vaguely picture um. The Lambda, Lambda, Lambda sweatshirts, mm-hmm. you know, with the three upside-down V-shaped yep. uh, Greek letters. So that's what I put down. Uh, yeah, I I picked this up probably in college. Mm. Um, just, you know, being not ever in a fraternity, but they were around. And mm-hmm. the, the letters are, you know, common enough in that milieu that, you know, this was Lambda. Yep. Um, I mean, it's also... Uh, it has some use in math that I don't remember. Uh, it's used in a lot of LGBTQ-related contexts. Sure. Uh, I'm not entirely certain of why, but mm-hmm. but yeah, this was Lambda. This was an easy one for me. Yep, and that was the correct answer. Question two, spoiler, an easy one for me. It <laughs> um, gives us uh, several uh, people's names and asks what federal agency they have been directors of. Uh, so I focused in on Rochelle Walensky and Robert Redfield because I knew I'd heard of these two. Tom Frieden, Brenda Fitzgerald, no clue. Honestly, no clue. You could have mm-hmm. given me those two names and said what they do, and I would have had no idea. Mm-hmm. Asked what they do. Uh, so my first thought was, this is Walensky is the current director of the CDC, I believe. I believe Redfield was at the beginning of the pandemic mm-hmm. uh, and retired or left for some reason Mm -hmm. but then i got thinking wait is it cdc or is it phs the public health service Mm. and then i got to thinking didn't the public health service run into some controversy because their director or one of their senior people was a trans woman at some point (coughs) excuse me uh and i thought is that walensky is that who i'm thinking of and i thought well she wasn't i don't think she was the director i could be wrong so I just kind of kept bouncing back and forth between CDC and the PHS, and I finally went back to CDC just because I knew I, I'd heard of two of these people, and I feel fairly certain that the only reason I've heard of the PHS recently was that trans woman, mm-hmm. and not you know her predecessor who would have been you know Robert Redfield, if if Walensky was the person I was thinking of. Um, so I, I just went back to CDC and kept thinking, yeah. Because Fauci was not CDC, he was something, I think, uh, technically above them. Or, he was like an NIH yeah, guy. Yeah, above them or adjacent or something like that. I so think, yeah. I think initially I might have thought, oh, no, wait, he was something CDC, but not. So I, I just, I was like 80% sure that it was the CDC. So I said the Centers for Disease Control. 
Yeah, so this one for me, um, Rochelle Walensky is really the dead giveaway, um, being that she is the current director of the CDC and has faced some criticism for some of her handling of this, you know, continuation of the pandemic. Um, and I think without her being on there, this would have been a much harder question for me. Um, I was familiar with Tom Frieden's name, most especially uh, but I'm not sure I could have picked him out of the lineup of like, was he CDC? Was he the Office on Smoking and Health? Was he the FDA? Like he's been around a long time um, or had been. And so that that would have been harder if it weren't for Walensky being on the list there. Um, I didn't even really work my way back through Fitzgerald and Redfield um, because, you know, that one was fresh enough in my mind. Um, the person I think you are thinking of, by the way, is Rachel Levine, yes. who is the head of HHS, I believe. Uh, she is, in fact, the, uh, I don't know what, the, the four-star at PHS. Oh, okay. In, in that capacity, she is also an assistant secretary at HHS. Ah, I was okay. looking that up while you were explaining. But yes, Thank you. That's, it was that's Rachel helpful. Levine, and I, I am glad that I did not remember that she was, in fact, the head <laughs> of the PHS, because I totally would have done that. Ah, yes. Um... But yeah, um, that's, uh, you know, these are people who are mentioned on a regular basis in my work, sure. you know, probably some of yours too, but not as much, you know, you're not as much in that policy no, not really, yeah. uh, realm, I guess, of healthcare related stuff. Um, but yes, given the amount of, uh, pandemic attention that, mm. that these types of roles in government have gotten, um, this one is a pretty easy one for me and I put down CDC. And that was correct. I hope I get credit for saying only the Centers for Disease Control and not prevention. I, I think you should, because there isn't an equivalent, there isn't an additional agency that is just Centers for mm. Disease Control. And of course, the acronym is still CDC. Right. Um, even though they added and prevention <laughs> um, somewhere in the, the hinterlands of my career, so... Question three tells us about a novel written by Julio Cortazar called Rayuela. I know I'm butchering that. Uh, and it's the readers read it in, an, in either a normal linear fashion or by jumping around its various chapters. Mm -hmm. Asks us, what is the English name of that novel and also the translation of the word Rayuela? So here's one where I'm just now realizing I maybe should have read the question a little closer. Um, I, I don't know what this, this Spanish word translates to in English. Um, so I just had to think of games that involve random chance is what mm. I kind of, uh, seized upon. And I ended up putting down roulette cause I thought maybe, you know, another R type of sure. game might be, it, you know, it sounded vaguely, there's an R and an L in there. Um, maybe there's a, a translation that happens, um, as you go from, you know, mm -hmm. Spanish mm -hmm. to, what is effectively French, of course. I, yeah. You know, it's obviously it's the same word in English um, because we adopted it from there. But um, but yeah, I, I certainly didn't know this one off the cuff. So um, I just, you know, put down roulette for a guess. Uh, I, on the other hand, I didn't know this at all. I'd never heard of the author or the book or the word. Mm -hmm. uh, but the fact that it was jumping around uh, immediately made me think hopscotch. Mm. Uh, and I read through it a few times and thought, oh, okay, that doesn't, there, there's nothing in here that tells me it's not hopscotch. 
And so I'm going to go with my first gut instinct and say hopscotch. Wow, good poll. That is the correct answer. Not a poll. I guess. <laughs> good guess. <laughs> Absolutely then. a Still, guess. You know, you, you picked up on the clue that was yeah, in that question. I suppose so. Um, and I, I think that'll play pretty tough. Uh, question four asks us, uh, what body part are Mike Tyson and Evander Holyfield selling cannabis edibles in? This is an ear. Yeah. And I, I had heard about this uh, in the context only of Mike Tyson doing it. I did not know Holyfield was involved. <laughs> so I remember seeing this months ago, when it, in November, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and for some reason, all the stories I saw just said Mike Tyson is doing this. And I thought, mm -hmm. my God, that's distasteful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, granted, it's, you know, barely in the top three of distasteful things Mike Tyson's ever done. Right. But had I known at the time, oh, okay, Evander's in on it too. They're laughing at themselves. I guess it's at least somewhat okay. Mm. Uh, but yeah, this, this was the ear mm -hmm. uh, in tribute to uh, the fight that I was watching live on television when oh, Evander yeah. Holyfield pulled off a piece of Evander Holyfield's ear with his teeth. Yeah, when I, I think I even um, saw that because mm -hmm. it was nationally televised. It was a huge it was a fight. Huge yeah. fight um, and it was a big deal. Um, and even that act itself, like never mind the kind of meta level starting a business based on it, um, also was perhaps not even the most distasteful thing in Mike Tyson's mm -hmm. uh, career. So we're really, you know, um, kind of batting a thousand here as far as including just horrible people in the, the trivia questions yeah. that are in in the few, first few match days here, which yeah. I don't love as a trend. Mm -hmm. um, but yes, I... I figured instantly that it had to be an ear and, you know, just thought, oh, my God, you know, why do I have to even know about this kind mm -hmm. of yeah, reasonable. kind of thing? Um, but, uh, yeah, that's what I put down to. And that was correct. Mm. Uh, here's a little bit of um, almost hilarious uh, history to that fight. The tagline for the fight as they were pr promoting it, it was the second Holyfield uh, Tyson fight. Mm -hmm. The Sound and the Fury. Oh, wow. Yeah. Who knew? There you go. Question five asks us, what is located in the Chiesa de Santa Maria delle Grazie in Milan? So I figured this had to be a work of religious art of some kind. And I had a few um, you know, possible options to choose from, unfortunately. Um, I, had, I thought about The Last Supper and... Uh, I thought about the Pieta, and um, I feel like there's another one that maybe the the one that that uh, uh, amateur restorer oh, yeah. Yeah. painted over and kind of ruined. Um, but I couldn't really pull the name of that one. Uh, and part of why I was thinking around these things is just that the um, the fact of it being in the heart of Milan made me think maybe this is more about, you know, and the fact that the um, the church itself is Santa Maria made me think, okay, this is something like about the Immaculate Heart of Mary, mm -hmm. that it's it's something focused on Mary much more than, than any other subject. Reasonable. So I kind of flipped the coin in favor of the Pieta. Okay, reasonable. Uh, I kind of, well, not kind of, I actively rejected religious art. Oh. Because I figured, well, it's not going to be in a church. 
those sorts of things uh, generally are in museums rather than churches. Mm. Uh, at least not active ones. Okay. That would have a refectory that like, that, you uh. know, it seems to me like, you know, just judging from the question, I read it as this is an active church, mm-hmm. not a museum. Right. And so... Like the the I felt like the art wouldn't be there. The art would be in a in a museum. So, so I, that's sensible. Yeah. So I had so I figured. Well, what's going to be in a church that's not religious art? A relic of some kind. Mm. And I thought, okay, what's a relic that is singular enough that it would be in this question? Mm-hmm. And I thought the Shroud of Turin. Ah. Which okay, and I'm trying to I'm trying to talk myself out of this because I don't know it at all. <laughs> and I'm thinking, well, no, the Shroud of Turin is going to be in Turin, obviously. But then I thought, well, no, because if the Shroud of Turin is in Turin, they're not going to call it the Shroud of Turin. It's going to be the Shroud. <laughs> so when you take something out and then you refer to like, oh, no, yeah, this is from, you know, because as I, a, a joke I think about twice a week minimum from like 1995 on Friends when they were talking about, <laughs> Ross, you should go to China and you can have Chinese food. And someone says, or as they call it there, food. Yes. So, yeah, I just... I, I kind of had that thought that, like, yeah, okay, it would only really be thought of as the Shroud of Turin after they removed it from Turin, right? Mm. So otherwise it would just be, you know, the Shroud of Jesus that happens to be in Turin. Okay. Um, again, this is just me trying to convince myself of of what it could be. And, mm. and I tried thinking of other relics. And I thought, well, mm. one of the, the thing is with so many Catholic relics, they're... Uh, they're isn't that chain of custody like you know either yeah. the shroud of turin is fake that has been determined right but it's singular mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. unlike say fragments of the true cross right which i had a religion professor in college who said that uh if you wanted proof of jesus's divinity just add up all the re- all the fragments of the true cross that were quote known to exist end quote across europe and clearly the man hauled a 17-ton cross up the, <laughs> up the hill all by himself, uh, thereby indicating that at least he was superhuman, if not divine. Right. Um, and things like that, you know, parts of the true crown and the crown of thorns and things mm. like that. There's just so many of them. There were at least three uh, publicly known foreskins of Jesus. Oh, my God. Because it's the only part of him that did not ascend bodily into heaven. Okay. Same class, same sure. class. We, yeah. Sure. Uh, right. So yeah, there's just so so. I thought a singular religious relic that would be in a Catholic church, the Shroud of Turin. Unfortunately, the answer is the Last Supper. Yeah, which uh, um, go figure. Yeah, I you know I couldn't. I, this is just a, a yakuid question, as it turns out. I feel like because the heart of Milan, like, who cares? The, yeah. Like, what does that mean anything other than a flourish of? The, the question writing? I guess not. So that finally brings us to our last question, um, asking effectively, you know, noting that Pluto is uh, an object or is uh, an object in what location per it being in the KBO? Uh, this is just the Kuiper Belt. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know that I would have necessarily come up with it without that initialism. Sure. Uh, but yeah, the Kuiper Belt is the stuff that's kind of past Neptune. Uh, it includes a lot of small planetoids like mm-hmm. Pluto. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that is, that's the thing I know because I was an astronomy geek a long time ago. <laughs> and I still keep it up a little bit. Sure. Uh, but yeah, if you'd ask me what 
you know, what's the region that, the, that Pluto is in? I may or may not have remembered that. I might have thought word cloud instead. But, mm. but w from, the, from the acronym KBO, yeah, it's a Kuiper Belt object. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, uh, same on most, if not all, counts. Um, yeah, I, with the initialism, that, that didn't take me very long to think of it because just, you know, uh, if it's an object in a particular location that's KB, I... I couldn't think of any, and and in fact, I wouldn't uh, think of any other locations that kind of match that description. Mm -hmm. um, so I also put down Kuiper Belt. And that was correct. Thank goodness. Not that it will help me much uh, on four out of six against uh, the, perhaps the top player in our bundle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got five. Uh, art is a weakness of mine, so I'm going to guess mm -hmm. I get six points on the day. Yeah, I don't know if I have any shot at this. I'll, hmm. I'll have to have that person have a, a rather worse than usual day. Yeah. So fingers crossed for, for that kind of negativity, I guess. <laughs> uh, but I mean, you know, it's I, I do feel like maybe there are some things that could trip someone up, like knowing the directors of the CDC is not mm -hmm. necessarily unspecialized knowledge. Yeah. Um, although they are in the news, too. Um, and maybe that person also will not have any idea about roulette because the, or about hopscotch, excuse me, <laughs> I'm already trying to gaslight people into taking my answer for it. I, um, you know, again, you picked up on a very subtle clue. I, I feel like in that question, maybe some other people will miss it too. We can hope. Yep. Well, that's it for today. Tune in tomorrow for more post-game analysis. And remember, don't forfeit. Don't cheat.